Amen. Well, praise the Lord. It's good to be here in, in God's house. It may not be inside God's house, but we're still in God's house, still in His presence. Amen. Stop right here. Amen. I'm thankful for what God's doing, and I know that all of us are just walking in a different different um, uh, places probably than what we've ever been. Things are different, but God hadn't changed. Amen. God's still on the throne. He's still able to do everything that we need or ask Him to do. Amen. And He still loves us and He still desires for us to come together as much as we possibly can. And I'm just thankful, amen, that we're able to do that, that God has given us this wonderful, beautiful place here, this property to be able to meet together, to be able to keep our distances and still be able to serve God. Amen. And I'm just thankful to be a part of what God's doing in this hour. We shouldn't be gloomy or in despair, but this should be the greatest season of our life. Amen. This is the greatest, most exciting time that we could live because I believe that we're closer to the Lord's return than we ever have been. Amen. It's just, it's just the bottom line to this thing is, as many people have said, this is the beginning of sorrows. It's the birth pains. Amen. And as we get closer, they may get more severe. But God has His hand upon His people. If we'll choose to follow and serve Him, amen, we'll never go wrong and He'll never lead us astray. Amen. And so I'm just very thankful tonight to be able to stand before you and just deliver what I believe God has placed within my spirit. I'm thankful for Pastor Jared to be under such great leadership here at this church. Amen. It's an honor to serve along beside him and his wife Carrie and their family. And I'm just thankful for God that he's put me in Jared's life. Amen. Because I needed Jared in my life. Amen. And I'm thankful for that, brother. He's a great pastor. And just many of you, just so thankful to hear this wonderful worship that we have and what God's assembled here together. Isn't God good? And the, the family that he's put together here, it's just amazing to be a part of that. Amen. And I'm so thankful for that. I was just can reflect back over the last three weeks where when God, we had a prayer meeting here at the church about three weeks ago and God just really began to speak some things to my life personally. And I just, I, I believe that, that as Brother Jared preached this morning, there's some things that God's implanted in my life that God's going to bring to fruition, amen, over the next few weeks. And just, I believe that as I've been able to digest this and take in what God's been showing me, amen, as, as part of this team here of the pastoral leadership that God would allow me to give this word that I have to us tonight as a body, amen, because I believe it's for all of us, amen, and not only those here at this church, but those that may be watching on the internet or however they may listen to this word through podcast. It's my desire tonight to give you um, hope and joy and peace and, and just some truth of God's word. It's It may seem a little bit, you know, sometimes we think of, uh, of miracles and the things that God has done in the past as things that seem so far off. But I want you to understand tonight that God... The miraculous is just part of God's nature. To us, it's miracles, but to God, it's just part of His everyday life. There's nothing that's a miracle to God because God is the miraculous. Amen. Everything that God does, everything that He's been a part of, everything in creation is just part of who makes up God Almighty. Amen. It's miraculous to us when we read in God's Word about the parting of the Red Sea and how God held the waters back so that people could cross over. That's, that was a miracle. In our eyes, we look and that was a miracle to the children of Israel. But as far as God is, that's not a miracle. That's just part of who He is. Amen. And so it's my desire tonight to relay this to you tonight, what God has been showing me through His Word. And I want to begin by reading a verse of Scripture that's very familiar to you in the book of Matthew chapter 17. I want to read in verses 14 just a few passages of Scripture. And I'll also be in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 tonight. Matthew 17 and 14, the Bible says, And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed. Oftentimes he falls into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. And Jesus said unto him, 
O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. You see, Jesus never faced any uh, situation that he was not able to overcome. Amen. There was nothing that was ever put in front of Jesus that caught him by surprise and that he didn't know how to deal with it. Amen. And that's the same way that our Jesus and our Lord and Savior operates today. There's nothing that's in our life that catches him off guard or catches him by surprise. Jesus knows everything that's going on around us. He knew this coronavirus would take place. He knew that we'd be meeting outside of these church walls. He knew that people would have to alternate their lifestyles. Nothing has caught him off guard. And this situation in the Bible that I'm reading to you did not catch Jesus by surprise. And Jesus rebuked the devil in verse 18. And the devil departed out of the child and he was cured that very hour. And then came his disciples to Jesus apart. And said unto him, Why could we not cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, If you have faith as is a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Jesus was telling us that. Amen. He was telling us along with his disciples that if you'll have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you can speak to a mountain that may seem like a mountain to you, but to Jesus it's just a little speck along the way. Amen. There is no mountain in Jesus' life that is too big to be moved. And if that's what we're going to believe as born again Bible believing church people as far as it goes today then we're going to have to stand on those very same truths and know that God's word is true and is for us today. Amen. Nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit, notice in verse 21, the Bible says, Howbeit that Jesus was speaking here, this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. Pray with me now. Father, we thank you today so much, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Your grace, God, for the moving of your spirit that we feel here today in this house. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for the wonderful worship, the praise. Thank you, God, for what you're doing, Lord. Jesus, I know that this is different to us all, oh God, but I'm so thankful, Lord, to be a part of your perfect will, God. Lord, it's my desire tonight, Jesus, as I believe that you have spoken to me over the last few weeks, God, to planted something within my spirit, God. Lord, that I've been trying my best to digest, Lord, over the last few weeks, God. I believe, Lord, that it's my, Lord, it's my desire, and I believe it's your will, God, for me to share Oh God, what you've been putting in me, Lord, tonight, God. And I pray, Lord, for every person under the sound of my voice, God, for a supernatural power from on high, God, to captivate our minds. God, I rebuke doubt. I rebuke unbelief. I rebuke fear in the name of Jesus. God, I come against every anything that the enemy would cause to try to get our minds off of what you desire to speak tonight, Lord. And I pray, God, that you would give us the mind of Christ Jesus Lord that you would begin to transform our very thoughts God Lord we've always said that we believe your word God and we've always cried out to you Lord for miracles God signs and wonders God Lord you spoke it in your word that these signs would follow them that believe in you God and I pray tonight Lord Jesus that you would begin to plant a new seed within us God Lord removing all doubt and unbelief out from us in the name of Jesus I pray and everybody said amen and amen. You see here Jesus told his disciples that fasting coupled with prayer would cause power to move mountains in our life. Amen. I believe like never before that if we'll begin to fast and pray and believe to believe God's word, begin to just trust in him like we never have before that we'll begin to see mountains move through faith. Amen. I can remember just a few weeks ago when we were in Columbia, Brother Michael Goodson and myself and Brother Jason were called away to a young lady's house that was in the church and part of Oliah. I know Brother Jared knows this young lady and some of you that have been there have saw her also. This child is in a form of deformity. She was born that way. She sits in a chair all day and she's completely hopeless and helpless. She cannot help herself. Her mother has a full time responsibility bathing this young girl, taking care of her and feeding her. She's Her bones are mangled up and she's in a 
complete mess uh, by the natural eye when we look at her. And her mother brought her out and Pastor Hernando was with us. Uh, and I remember the desire in my heart was so strong that it overwhelmed me. I believed that I prayed not having any doubt. I believed for a miracle for that child. And I believed and I know that Brother Michael and Brother Jason was believing along with me. And there was no doubt in our life that we believed that God was going to perform a supernatural miracle. But I can remember thinking, God, what have we done and where have we failed you? Why does the power not work within us today to bring this girl, oh God, before you, to anoint her as the Bible says and to lay hands on her and see a miracle take forth before my very eyes. I was burdened for that young lady and my heart was broken within me and the Holy Ghost of God spoke to me that day and he said, Son, you have not paid the price to see the miracle working power flow through your life like I desire. Now it hit me like a ton of bricks that day and I remember thinking, my God, I've missed the mark somewhere along the line and you may choose to disagree with me tonight but I believe if we're going to see divine miracles I believe if we're going to see the bones begin to pop in place like they're supposed to when we lay hands on people and pray the prayer of faith then I believe that we must be willing to get back to an old fashioned altar and we're going to pray it down, we're going to fast it down, we're going to believe it down and we're going to do what the Bible says for us to do Amen. My heart was broken that day when we left that girl. She was in the same state that she was when we got there. But I believed over the last three weeks as I've sought God and prayed and labored before Him, I believe everything within me that God has said, Son, my desire is for my church to operate in the supernatural in these last days and hours that we're walking across this earth. You hear what I'm saying tonight, church? I believe like never before. We're about to see a move of God like we've never seen. I can tell you tonight if you hadn't spent more time praying, if you hadn't spent more time in this word, and if you hadn't spent more time seeking God's face uh, the last few weeks than you ever have in your life, then I'd ask you to check yourself tonight. I'd wonder what in the world are you thinking? Uh, can you not see what's going on around you, church? Uh, we're at the end of the end. Uh, this thing's winding down and and Jesus is about to return and receive his glorious church unto him. And we've heard it said time and time again the church is going to go out under the same influence of power that it was born in the book of Acts in. Did you hear what I'm saying tonight? We're going to go out operating under the same supernatural power of God. Fasting defeats unbelief in our life. Amen. Unbelief versus faith. Do we really believe? Can we really believe without faith? Unbelief is faith's number one enemy. Did you hear what I said? Unbelief is faith's number one enemy. When we allow unbelief into our lives while praying for people and waiting on the, God, on the answer from God, it will defeat us because without faith it is impossible to please God. Amen. Verse 20 says the answer to verse 19. I believe the why in verse 19. It said because of your unbelief. Amen. In verse 20 the disciples said, Jesus said it was because of your unbelief. But if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed. And so the first point in my message is this. Faith tonight. The title of my message is faith, healings and working of miracles. I believe these are the three things that God began to deal with me about three weeks ago. When he said my son the gifts of the spirit work in this church uh, miraculously six of them flow and operate just about every time you meet uh, and there's another one that operates pretty regular but in my desire is that the gift of faith uh, and the gift of healing begin to operate through those that I have chosen under the sound of my voice amen that if you'll believe God and you'll begin to ask God in this day and hour and trust in him and believe he's going to give you these gifts amen for such a time as this when we believe God, faith comes by hearing 
Amen. And hearing by the word of God. Let this mind be in us that is in Christ Jesus. You see, Jesus never doubted when he went to pray somebody if it was going to work or not because he already knew, amen, that the power worked within him. That's the kind of confidence that we're going to have to have in this day and hour, amen, that we're living in. That when we go to pray for someone or pray for something, lay hands on the sick or believe for a supernatural miracle, we're going to have to have that kind of faith rise up within us that blocks out all of unbelief and all fear and all doubt and that we'll have the mind of Jesus Christ operating within us as it did with him when he was walking on this earth. I believe it's available for the church. If I couldn't read this word and believe what I'm reading tonight, I'd be standing up here just shooting off something at the mouth, but I believe everything that's within me that God desires to do these things in these last days. We must believe without doubt. I believe that there's different types of faith. Listen to me tonight. You had faith when you got in your vehicle and you began to drive here that we was going to meet together and have a service, did you not? It took faith for you to get in your car, to crank it up and leave your house and get to this place, amen? That's a type of faith, amen? We put faith in people all the time. We put faith in people and we trust what they say that it's going to come to pass every time you get in an airplane to fly over to another country or another state your faith is that that airplane's going to take off and it's going to get you to where you're going and it's going to land amen that's faith we have faith to believe in an unseen God when we come to a place of repentance you can't see Christ but you know what the word of God says and you believe what it says and you call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved amen it takes faith for you to get to that place but faith to believe God to answer our prayers, amen, to believe God's word. Faith is at work in every believer's voice in the sun, under the sound of my voice tonight. Faith is at work in your life, amen. But I want to bring out some things in verse 21 that I believe Jesus wants us to look at very closely and to examine. I want to read this verse of scripture again to you. It says, How be it that this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Uh, many times upon reading this, our minds and our teachings take us back to that demon-possessed boy. This kind goeth not out but that demon-possessed boy. That's what we think about when we read this verse of scripture. But while fasting and praying over the last few weeks, uh, Jesus told me to look at this scripture again. And while I believe this is true, what I just said, I also saw something that was new, at least to me in this. I believe that when the Bible says that this kind goeth not out, it's also return, referring to our faith. Not the faith to be saved, but the gift of faith that can operate in the believer today. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying that this kind goeth out. What kind? This faith kind that I'm talking to you about tonight. That supernatural faith to believe God for a supernatural miracle can only come through fasting and prayer as we begin to seek God and believe for Him to move in our life. Hallelujah. Look at, with, with me now to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I want to read to you just a few verses here. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, I want to read verses 4 through uh, part of verse 10. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit which gives them. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. There are diversities of operations, but it's the same God which works them all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For one to is given by the Spirit of the word of wisdom. Excuse me, and another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, the gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. Amen. That's the three that I want to talk about tonight. Now, faith is not only a fruit of our salvation, but it's also a gift. And Pastor Jared gave me a book while I was studying this over the last few weeks that Don Norton wrote. I appreciate that, Pastor. It's 
helped me a lot for this message and it gave me increase to read that book and believe. Amen. He said this in his book, The Giver and the Gifts says faith as a gift deals with the unseen world far more than it does the physical realm. Did you know there's an unseen world out there that we can't tap into unless we have faith, amen, to believe God for what we're believing for. The unseen world of faith is more certain. Listen to me tonight. The unseen world of faith is more certain than the world that we can see with our very natural eyes. Amen. Hebrews 11 and 1 explains this. Now faith is the substance or the title deed assurance of things hoped for but the evidence of things not yet seen. You see it's easy for us to see, to sense, to smell, to hear, to believe those things because it's natural to us. But we're going to have to die to the natural things that we've always believed in to tap into the supernatural power and manifestation of the Holy Ghost and of the miracle working power of God Almighty for such a day and hour that we're living in church. I don't know about you but I'm tired of failures. I said I'm tired of laying hands on a girl that can't walk and turning my back and walking away wondering God where have I missed you? Where did I not believe? I'm wanting God to supernaturally transition this old boy and every bit of flesh that I've ever had in my life be crucified by picking up my cross and following my Jesus daily like never before. God transforming our minds. We're only going to do that when we tap into this realm of the supernatural by faith, by fasting, and by prayer. Hallelujah. The evidence of things not yet seen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. That means when we're praying, we're believing for somebody to get up that's lame and they can't walk. We can't see it, but we're believing it. we got faith to apply that very prayer and know without doubt or unbelief in our minds that God is supernaturally going to begin to pop them bones into place. I'm believing that that girl is going to get up and walk one day not because of me or anything I've done or you've done but because we've been willing vessels to get on our faces before God and let God be supernatural through us that's what he created for us to do and be a part of hallelujah Jesus as the fruit of faith is different from imparted natural faith Listen to me, this gift that I'm talking about tonight is a faith that's different from the imparted natural faith. The gift of faith is different from the fruits of faith. The fruit of faith is what God does through us. Listen to me. But the gift of faith is what God does for us. Did you hear what I said? The fruit of faith is what God, amen, does through us. But the gift of faith, the supernatural gift of faith, is what God does for us when we pray. This faith goes beyond believing God is able and it taps into a faith that receives from the Spirit of God and speaks into existence things that seem totally irrational to the human mind. Did you hear what I'm saying? When I laid hands on that fouled up girl in Oliah, that thing I was praying was completely against everything that this world has ever offered me. It was completely against everything that I could muster up in my own self to believe because it went contrary to what I've always been taught and always been a part of but when we tap in to this supernatural faith that I'm talking about tonight it lays hands on the sick and it sets them free through the power of God Almighty that works within us church hallelujah to the Lamb of God oh my 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 I feel the Holy Ghost tonight this faith received from the Spirit of God and speaks into existence uh, things that seem totally irrational. You said, give me scripture for that, Brother David. All right, here it is. Romans 4 and 17. Call those things that are not as though they were. Did you hear what I said? You speak to that thing that's fouled up before you and you say, be straight, be healed, come together bone the way that you were designed to come and watch God supernaturally pop them things into place. Through the gift of faith, it can happen. 
This kind of faith moves us to a place where God honors our words as his own words and miraculously brings it to pass. Amen. Did you hear me? This kind of faith moves us to a place where God honors our words as his own and miraculously brings it to pass. In Ezekiel chapter 37, Ezekiel had faith as he began to speak to a valley of dead bones. Paul and Silas exercised faith, thus fleeing themselves from prison. The apostle Peter and the early church exercised faith which freed Peter from prison rather than becoming the next statistic at the hand of Herod. I wonder are we going to become the next statistic for this world or are we going to tap in to what I'm preaching to us tonight and believe God that this plague shall not come nigh our dwelling that the hand of God is supernaturally extended upon us. Amen to protect us and shield us from this very deadly disease. The gift of faith was at work when Noah began to build an ark before a flood or a rain had ever come. Why? Because he believed God. Amen. I said he believed God and what God told him. Can we get to the place tonight where we can believe what this word has told us, what we've read, what we've preached, what we believe. God, let it be imparted unto us tonight to believe for the supernatural. By faith, Abraham answered the call of God and went to a land unknown to receive an inheritance. For he looked for a city of foundations whose builder and maker was God. I'm telling you, faith, amen, is throughout this Bible. There's more than just a faith to pray and a faith to get saved. There's a supernatural gift of faith that can be imparted to the believer's life to work the works of a supernatural God through us that are willing and able. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Are we going to defeat COVID-19 by faith in our God that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think according to the power that works within us? Are we going to subject ourselves as everybody else has? Listen, I'm not talking about thinking that nothing can happen to us or being idiotic and going out and just asking for it. But I'm talking about a provision that provides for God's people in a famine, a pestilence or whatever may be facing that God is able himself to keep us and to move us forward I personally believe I personally believe that Jesus directed us to through fasting to unlock this supernatural gift to operate in our lives let's begin to ask God for the gift of faith to operate in our lives as I've been praying over the last few weeks I shared this with brother Jared that God directed me to pray for people in this church under the sound of my voice right now or maybe watching from home that God said I desire to pour out my supernatural works through people and he laid you on my hearts laid this church on my hearts I don't know that I could point individuals out but I know it's people in this body and people that's going to listen to this message that if they'll believe, not a man, but what God's Word says, if they'll believe and tap into what I'm ministering tonight, that God is going to supernaturally impart the gift of faith for us to believe in things that we've never believed before and them take place. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 again. I want to read that verse of Scripture as we move on to the gifts of healing. Amen. We talked about the gift of faith, but by that same spirit to another the gifts of healing amen Jesus healed people when he walked this earth amen let's take a journey through scriptures amen if you will go with me we'll begin in the book of Matthew and we'll look at chapter 12 to begin with Matthew chapter 12 I just want to read a few verses of scripture and my desire tonight is that reading these passages of scripture that I'm reading to you tonight you'll know that I'm not just talking about something but I'm reading to you what happened amen when Jesus walked this earth amen that he was able to move in the supernatural realm because the word of God gives us the clarity Matthew chapter 12 let's look to verse 15 but when Jesus knew it he withdrew himself from thence and great multitudes followed him and he healed them all. Amen. He healed them all. Look with us now to the book of Luke chapter 4. I want to read several passages real short, just real short scriptures. I want to encourage your faith through this. Luke chapter 4 and verse 40. 
Amen. It does us good to hear the word of God. That's what faith, that's how faith comes. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Now when the sun was the sun was setting, and they had and and all they that had any sick with divers diseases brought them unto him. He laid hands on every one of them and he healed them. You see, there was never an instant when Jesus wasn't able to do a, a miracle of healing power. Amen. The power of God flowed through him. You said tonight, well, Jesus was Jesus and those things could happen with him. Well, they can happen with us. His word declares it. Amen. I'll give you the scripture in just a moment. But in Luke 6 and 19, the Bible goes on to say, and the whole multitude sought to touch him for there went virtue out of him and he healed them all I can tell you he never came up to any situation where healing wasn't made available amen Luke 9 and verse 6 Luke 9 and verse 6 Jesus and they departed and went through the towns he preached the gospel and he healing everywhere that he went he performed healing amen Luke 9 and verse 11 and when the people they knew it followed him received them and they spake unto them of the kingdom of God and he healed them that had need of healing Jesus is a healer amen we can use God's going to use us in this last day and hour to pour out the gift of healing through us amen that we can lay hands on those that are sick those that have corona those that are dead whatever the case may be there's no limitation to this God that I'm preaching to you tonight I told you in the very beginning to us it seems like a mountain but to God it's a speck of sand out here in this parking lot it's nothing to God because he's supernatural he's all-knowing he's all-powerful God is not limited by what we put limitations on people today. Amen. After Jesus died, we can look to the book of Acts chapter 5. I want to read this passage of scripture to us. Amen. May God impart supernatural faith and healing through us tonight. Amen. Through his word and the reading of his word. Oh, and in Acts chapter 5 verse 14 through 16 the Bible said and believers were they more added to the Lord multitudes both men and women in so much that they brought forth the sick into the streets and they laid them on the beds and the couches I could see brother Jared my God people coming from all over this community in these last days you better listen to what I'm speaking tonight church you looking at me like I'm preaching some foreign gospel to you I'm preaching you what thus saith the word of God says there's going to come all over this place and they're going to be toted in on stretchers and the power of the God that I serve is going to supernaturally raise them up and heal them in the name of Jesus my God they said they brought them forth the sick in the streets and laid them on beds and couches that at the least uh, the shadow of Peter did you hear what I'm saying a natural man that failed God many times uh, in his walk but the shadow of a man named Peter passing by them overshadowed some of them and there came a multitude out of the cities round about bringing sick foes and vexed people unclean spirits and they were healed every single one of them were healed by the work of a man named Peter not because Peter was gloating in who he was or what he was able to do. No siree, but he had been in an upper room with a man named Jesus and the Holy Ghost had fell on him and baptized him and removed out and removed unbelief and removed anything that would hinder the work of God out of his life. And he flowed under the anointing of God Almighty through the spirit of a living God. Hallelujah to the Lamb. I'm telling you, church, Jesus desires these same things through us today. The Bible says in Isaiah 53 and 5, He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon Him. And by His stripes we are healed. I didn't say we were healed. I said we are healed in the name of Jesus. By His stripes we are healed. We are healed 
in present tense, meaning this promise is available for, for those that will claim it and call upon the name of the Lord. James 5 and 14 directs us in this way. Is there any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. In verse 15, the prayer of faith. There it is. Shall save the sick and the Lord our God shall raise him up. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Whew. Praise the name of Jesus. I want to go back to the book of John chapter 14. John chapter 14 and just read a couple of verses to us tonight. John chapter 14 verses 12 through 14. John chapter 14, Jesus speaking here says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, listen to me, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do. Because why? I go unto my Father, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. This isn't Paul writing to us. It isn't Peter writing to us. This is Jesus Christ himself. That's his words, what he was declaring over those that will follow and believe in him and trust in him. My God, I hope that faith arises in each and every person under the sound of my voice and the gift of healing will begin to operate in our lives and through us tonight because of his word that we'll stand upon it and we'll put him to the test in this day and hour like never before oh thank you Jesus Mark 16 17 and 18 these words begin to ring in my ears oh amen this morning as I was working on this and God was speaking and giving me these things amen Mark 16 you know the scripture so very well we quote it in Pentecost all the time but I believe there's some stuff in here for us tonight in verses 17 and 18 says these shines shall follow them that believe amen are we one of them tonight that's going to believe I believe we can only believe by the supernatural power of God amen to get us to that place that we can believe these signs shall follow them that truly believe in my name they shall cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues amen we've seen that we've been part of that amen they shall take up serpents and if anything drink, drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover I'm preaching to you the word of God to not. This isn't a man-made doctrine. This is what the Bible says. I don't believe it was just for the book of Acts. I don't believe it was just for the church of old, but I believe it's for us to die. Amen. If we'll believe, we must begin to see the gift of healing and allow it to work in our life, being obedient to the Word of God and sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Pray in faith, not allowing doubt to cloud our mind or our thoughts. We all have heard, amen, stories of the healing power of God and the working of healing through the ministry. I can remember Brother Jared just a few years ago when he was facing there was a, a man, Lucas Treadwell. Many of you know the testimony. He was supposed to die. They had given up all hope. I can tell you what happened. The gift of healing began to operate through the man of God as he went to the hospital in obedience and God supernaturally raised that man up and give him life. I'm telling you, it's not just for a dead bunch of people amen that don't believe. It's for the the church today if we'll believe <laughs> now I want to move on to the last one tonight amen the working of miracles amen the working of miracles amen miracles as we read in 1 Corinthians the first part of chapter 12 verse 10 notice this is Different, it's not a gift of miracles, but it's a working of miracles. Amen. Miracles are a much needed commodity in the world that we live in today. <coughs> I always wondered what made these gifts different. 
unlike the gift of healings, which work in the physical realm, the working of miracles is manifest more in a non-physical nature. The Bible is full of these types of miracles. God spoke the world into existence. Amen. It was a working of miracles. The creation of man was a working of miracles. Listen, this what I'm talking to us about tonight is a part of our God's nature that we serve. It's a working of miracles. The God that we serve, this is part of His nature. Can we get that in our spirit tonight? That the part Are we part of God's nature? We're His creation. Amen. He desires for us to tap in to the supernatural power of God tonight. Unlike these gifts. <coughs> The creation of man, the parting of the Red Sea, God's provision for food and water in the wilderness for His people, forty year a forty year lifespan of clothing and sandals that never wore out in the wilderness, a divine guidance of the condition of Gideon's fleece. This is a working of miracles. Elijah's Mount Carmel experience, a working of miracles. How about this one? We may get to this place. A widow's oil multiplying and the barrel of meal never going dry. We may get to that place where we get down to the very bottom of the bottoms and there's not anything left at a grocery store or in the bank or anywhere else. But my God that I'm preaching to you tonight, we're going to look back and we're going to say, I believe uh, that the power of God is able to provide for us in a famine just as he's able to provide for his people when there's not a famine. Did you hear me? <laughs> Jesus turning the water into wine. Money in a fish's mouth. You get the picture of where I'm going tonight. Don Norton's book also says about this, about this, the working of miracles. It's a supernatural act on the natural plane. Amen. It works content, contrary to nature's accomplishments, so to speak, of the impossible, sudden, and unaccountable reversals of the order of which we are accustomed to. I want to read that again because that's a lot. Listen, the working of miracles works contrary to nature, to its accomplishments, so to speak of the impossible, sudden and unaccountable reversal of the order of which we're accustomed to. That's the working of miracles. Wow. I'm telling you, that's who our God is tonight. A miracle is a supernatural intervention in the ordinary course of nature. Do we not need tonight a working of miracles in this coronavirus? Amen. I believe that as we fasted last week together and we prayed and we sought God, I don't know, I can't just tell you everything that's happened that God did, but I do know that in Africa, God performed a miracle for Pastor Thundwe. Amen. On that day, on that day that the churches fasted and prayed and I believe that God did some things in America that day. Supernatural things. But that's what we need right now. It's the ordinary course of nature that's taking place right now in this coronavirus. A temporary suspension of the accustomed order. An interruption of the system of nature as we know it. A miracle is a sovereign act of the Spirit of God irrespective of laws or systems. Did you hear what I said? God doesn't care about what the laws of nature says or the system that's been in place. When He gets ready to perform a working of miracles, He just supernaturally moves those things out of the way and does what He desires to do. I hope this is getting in your spirit tonight like it has mine. Hallelujah. It's a sovereign moving of the Spirit of God. We see this throughout the Word of God. The law of death was set aside in the miraculous translation of Enoch and Elijah. Amen. The Bible said of Enoch that he walked with God and he was not because God took him. The law of death was set aside because God supernaturally took Enoch and Elijah. Hallelujah. I believe that the law of death can be set aside for the Christians when the rapture takes place and that God gets us out of here. We're not going to face death, but we're going to be transformed from mortality to immortality. Hallelujah to the Lamb. 
That's what the God I'm talking about who I serve tonight. The law of process was set aside in the miraculous water turning into wine act. The law of gravity was set aside in the miracles of Enoch, Elijah, and Jesus' ascension. The law of sickness to COVID-19 can pass by the blood bought, gifts of faith receiving, working of miracle believing, church of the living God tonight all over this world through the gifts of healing and the gifts that I'm preaching to us tonight about when we can overcome through Jesus. The working of miracles is on this property. Amen. If you're having trouble believing what I'm preaching to you tonight, just look around you. Amen. I don't know if you realize this or not, but we don't have a millionaire in the church. But this 82 acres is debt free by the glory of God because of obedient and faithful people like you. We've never been able to explain it. Chris and Miranda can tell you as they've done the book over the years my God hey they say I just don't understand it the money we send all over this country it's a miracle you know why because the God we serve and because we haven't shut our bowels of compassion up but we've given and we've sown and we've trusted God and we believed when everybody said it can't be done they'll shut the doors my God owns the cattle of a thousand hills and the gold in every mind if you didn't know it tonight my God, Jesus, help me, Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb. This property is a working of miracles. I'm telling you, God set aside the ordinary and what should have been so that we could have this tonight, so that we could help those in need. I can tell you, when I was a drug addict and I was at my very wit's end and I had turned everywhere that I knew to turn but without any hope or no answers. When I was bound in chains of darkness by my own doing, addicted, methamphetamine, cocaine, crack, whatever I could get my hands on, lie, cheated. I was the worst of the worst. You know what God did? He set aside the natural things of this world. When I came to a place that I was willing to repent and fall on my face before God in an altar at Carmel Assembly of God on a Sunday night when I had done been to church a few times but I wanted to hold on to this world in one hand and hold God in the other. You can't do that. you got to be willing to lay it all down. And that night under the anointing of God, the preaching of God's Word, the Holy Ghost inside that wasn't even a part of me at that time but I felt a draw into an altar. I can tell you I believe there was a few things that was key to my deliverance that night. Number one, I was sick and tired of the life I was living and I didn't want no part of that. I was facing a hopeless life and I went to an altar that night and I truly repented to God. I cried to God for help and God miraculously set me free that night. But as I repented, the same Holy Ghost when I was 12 years old that baptized me refilled me that night. And as God began to pray through me in the Holy Ghost, God began to purge all the worldly desires of drugs out of my life. Listen to me. I can't tell you that I got up from that altar and was perfect and walked perfect after that. No sorry, but my addiction to drugs has never come back to me that night, but since that night. Can I tell you that God did a working of miracles in my life tonight? That night, He took a life that was bound in chains and darkness and sin, and He said, okay, He's come to me. He's believing in me. I'm going to let the miracle power of God supernaturally take that and set it aside so that he can pick up his cross and follow me. Why? Because he looked into the future of tonight and he said, I'm going to pour out a word through that boy that night. What has God set aside for you supernaturally in your life? If you think about your life, there's a working of miracles that took place in your life at one instance or another. I can tell you, Leah's another example. You don't see many saw to Paul. Amen. Transitions. But that night during a three-week revival, I won't ever forget it. When she came in, drug addicted, lost his last year's Easter egg, but God supernaturally set aside everything that had ever had her bound and a working of miracles took place in her life. It happens. It happens. 
God did it in my marriage when we came to this church. We were done. We didn't, we didn't even like one another, much less love one another. But we fell on our faces and repented before God. And God supernaturally intervened. And he said, I'm going to take and I'm going to perform another work of miracles. I'm going to put two people back together. And I'm going to cause them to love one another more than they ever have before. That don't just take place, church. It's a working of a miracle working power of God. I could go on and on. Many of you know the story of our home. Amen. We, were, we made some bad business decisions several years ago. Ended up filing bankruptcy. Amen. We was trying to keep our house and we was trying to work. We had took out a second mortgage on our home. We had tried to work it out with that bank. We called them. I went through a journal as I was fasting the last few weeks, Sister Christian, that you gave to me. And I wrote down in that journal in several places during that Daniel fast, God, I need a miracle. God, I need a miracle for this second mortgage. God, I don't know how to get out of this. God, I don't know how to handle it. Can I tell you? God performed a work of miracles. This last year, I was, I was just done. I was ready to give it up. I said, I'm just going to let the bank have it. I'm going to let them. They can take it. They can deal with it. They can do whatever. God had spoke to me and Leah at the beginning of last year. We were given at that time 12%. You done heard me talk about the blessing of 12%. Well, listen to this. God said, increase your giving three more percent. I want you to begin to give 15%. In January of that year, 2019, because God had helped us to give get out of all of our debt other than that home. Listen to me. This is a $180,000 miracle I'm about to tell you about. God said because we had gotten out of debt to give 15%. So we upped our giving. That don't make sense when you need $180,000, does it? But you can't explain the God that I'm talking to you tonight that performs miracles. He said, begin to give. And at this point, I was ready to be done and just give it up. And God spoke three words to me. He said, maybe he said four. I want you to honor me. That's what he said. I want you to honor me. I told Lee, I said, only thing I can think of that God is telling me is to to put that house up for sale. There's no way we'll get that much out of that house. We just got a number. We prayed. God, we said, okay, we're going to put our house up for 219000 Not only did God send the very first couple, and they're precious people. I love them. I couldn't be more excited for them. God sent the very first couple to look at our home within three or four weeks of when we put it up for sale and we signed a contract. God paid every single bit of that debt off and gave us $30,000 to boot. Did you hear what I said? I'm talking about a God that will set aside a miracle for you and me with God speaks to you during this famine. And he says, increase your giving to Israel. Increase your giving to this. Increase your giving. Then listen, obey, be obedient because God is doing something supernatural on your behalf that you can't see with a natural eye. You can't see these things with a natural eye. There's people under the sound of my voice right now on this church property. And you're facing a situation that is hopeless in your eyes. But you hear this preacher tonight. Nothing is impossible to them that believe. If you need a miracle from God tonight as I close, Brother Rafe, come on. If you need a miracle from God, whether it be finances, healing, whatever situation in your life is. We're not going to lay hands on you, but as Brother Jared said, space. Hitting, and what you say about space? The Holy Ghost, he don't need, you don't have to touch, amen. God, God can just work in the supernatural. But, but I do want you to signify that you need a miracle by coming and just keeping your distance and walk up here and lift your hands to God and be prepared to receive the miracle. Amen. If you need a miracle of finances, if you need a miracle of healing, whatever you need before God tonight, I want you to come. Be the first ones. Say, I need God to work in my life. I'm going to come. If you're afraid.
afraid to come and you want to stay in your car, that's fine. You lift up your hands in your car and you just blow your horn and say, Brother David, remember me when you pray. Amen. That I need a miracle from God. I don't know how to get out of what I'm facing. My situation seems hopeless. My situation seems like it's in complete despair. But I'm telling you tonight by the word of God that whatever you're facing, it's not too much for the God that I've been preaching tonight that you're able, amen, to receive from him because you are his child and he loves you tonight. Amen. Lift your hand and begin to ask God, Lord, to, to speak to you and perform a miracle in your life. Say, God, I've chosen tonight to believe the miracle working power of God that this man's been preaching about. I've come to receive my miracle tonight. God, I want you to remove doubt, fear, unbelief from our lives, God. Lord, we don't know how it's going to happen. We don't know how it's going to take place. But God, we know the God that we serve tonight is able, amen, to to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. God, I pray that you would grant it, God. Lord, there's many that stepped out by faith tonight. God, that's come to you with their hands open up high. God, there's people, Lord, in front of this camera at home that's listening to this message on podcast. God, that have their hands lifted right now. God, to you, Lord, that they're trying to figure out how they're going to get by, how they're going to perform, how are they going to make it, God, whatever the case may be, how they're going to overcome cancer, how they're going to overcome diabetes, how they're going to overcome in a famine. I tell you how God is by the supernatural working of miracles, power, Hours and wonders, God, in this day and hour. Oh, Jesus. Yea, have I not told you tonight that this is my holy word tonight? Would you choose to believe, saith the Lord? Or would you listen to those around you that would speak into your ear and give you the negative or give you a hopelessness or give you a false preview of what your life is going to end up at? Or would you choose to believe me, saith the Lord this night? I have chosen you for such a time and such an hour as this. I have not left you. I have not forsaken you. I have not forgotten about you, where you are, and what you face in your situation. It may seem hopeless to you, says the Lord, but nothing is impossible to those that believe. I said nothing is impossible to those who will believe and put their faith and trust in me, says the Lord, for I have not been taken by surprise by anything that's going on around you this day. The many around you have, have looked unto you and to see how you are going to react because you have put your trust and your faith in me. But I declare unto you this day, do not waver in your faith for I cannot operate in unbelief. I will only move on those that choose to stand firm upon my word and believe what thus saith the Lord. Put your trust in me. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And I will be with you until the very end says the Lord. This day trust in me. Look unto me. Fasten your eyes upon me and listen to me as I lead you, guide you, and direct you over the course of the next few days, says the Lord. For I will begin to show you the way out of your current situation, says the Lord. Put your trust in me, and I will speak unto you as my children. Thus saith the Lord thy God. God, we give you praise tonight. We give you honor and we give you glory. Jesus, I pray that you would grant, God, to every person, Lord, the prayer, God, tonight that they've prayed. Listen to me. I want to do a second part to this altar call. I believe God has asked this of me. Amen. If you tonight desire to operate in the gift of healings, amen. If you desire to operate in the gift of faith or you desire to partake in the working of miracles, wherever you are, if you want to come, 
come or you want to stand, I want you just to begin to ask God, God, can you trust me? God, can you trust me? Listen, God's not going to give the gift to somebody that's going to gloat in what they can do through their gifts. God's going to only operate in those that he can trust, that their heads won't swell up. Amen. Listen, there's nothing that we have to offer anybody except for what God can give us through His anointed power. Amen. And it's nothing that we have or nothing that we can do. It's only what God chooses to use us from. But God told me as I've been praying for about this word that there are people in this church that God is going to supernaturally begin to use you. Amen. Through your hands, their healing powers, through your words are gifts of faith and the power of God's going to flow and follow he's going to give you supernatural abilities by faith to pray for the sick and to lead and guide and direct others in this hour God we come to you humbly tonight God we lift our hands Lord to you Jesus we ask you God we know that the working of the spirit of God is in this church through tongues through interpretations oh God through wisdom and knowledge oh God through discernment God Lord I've seen it God I've been a part of it God Lord but now even the 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 working of miracles God has been a part of this church but Lord like never before we need the gift of faith and we need the gift of healing to flow through us God for such a season that we're about to enter into God if the hospitals become overflowed and can't receive people God let there be a blood bought church here in Grittany God that isn't afraid to lay hands on the sick and see them recover through the gift of healing and the gift of faith God I've been praying that there's a border around this property that COVID-19, not even a carrier of it, can come across the blood of the property of this church without that thing being disintegrated, being demolished in the name of Jesus. People's going to walk across this property and be healed because it's a property of miracles. Oh God, we receive it tonight, Jesus. Let it be said of us, God, that we chose to serve you and to believe you for the supernatural miracle working power of God. Lord, use us, God, tonight. Use us, God. Here we are, God. Here we are. Use us. Hallelujah to the Lamb.